everybody. Welcome to the first episode. I was going to say inaugural, <laughs> but uh, doesn't that mean yearly? That's not what we're doing. First episode of Best Books Ever. Uh, it's not really in parentheses, but it is according to Tyler. That is me. That is my name. That is who I am. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the best books ever. Uh, again, according to me, so really what that means is just my favorite books ever. Um, so, this is the first episode, so I want to take maybe like 30 seconds, talk about what this is actually going to be, because uh, in theory you can watch the, or I guess listen, listen and watch to these in any order, um, and you'll know why in a second. So, uh, first time we are going to be talking about some books, if you're watching you can see it on the screen. If you're listening, then I guess you probably already know. It's in the description, all that good stuff. But uh, today, we're going to be talking about Mistborn, The Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson, uh, which is also the first episode or the first book in the Mistborn saga. Um, gets really complicated. We'll talk about that later in terms of like what this is a part of. <laughs> uh, but... In terms of the podcast, the show here, uh, best books ever, basically a book club podcast. I'm uh, going to have a good time with that, talking about books. Whenever you think of a book club, that's going to be kind of what this is. Um, there's two kind of, I don't know, variables to that, though. The first one, very simple. Um, it is going to be series. We're going to talk about series. So obviously today, I, I keep gesturing to something you can't see. Also, if you're watching, <laughs> it's opposite so i should really be doing this but on my screen it's this so very weird um as you can see first book is mistborn that's the first book in a series we're gonna be covering the whole series in time so that's gonna be fun um so yeah we're always gonna do series i like series um uh, standalone books very good have read quite a few very good standalone books but for me series you know you just get that you know more more time with the journey the characters, uh, the setting, <laughs> all the things that make up a book, <laughs> really. Um, so it's always good. Um, and then, second variable is going to be kind of the more interesting one, I suppose. But that's going to be, you know, like I said, best books ever, according to me. So that's going to be more uh, more books that uh, I very much enjoy. It is also going to be more specifically books that... I've read before, so Mistborn, I've already read this, there's not going to be any surprises, nothing like that, for me at least, this may be your first time, and if it is, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything, I'll probably say that when I, you know, every episode, no no spoilers, no future spoilers, so as you can see, uh, we're going to be covering chapters 1 through 8 today, which is also in part 1 of the book, book is broken up into 5 parts, so, you know, first eight, first 8 chapters, good stuff today. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's going to be books I've read before, so that's going to be really cool, too, because no surprises. However, we're going to be able to get maybe deeper into the story, because um, we've already read it. So you can kind of, you know, go back with your your knowledge brain and be like, oh, this sets up this, you know, foreshadowing, connections, characters, all that good stuff. So, oh, that's a nice, like, different lens instead of just everything's brand new. We're kind of reacting to it. Um yeah, so maybe a slightly different vibe, but uh, yeah, that is the very long intro, 
that is unnecessary, but I did it anyway. So let's just get right into it. Four minutes in or about. <laughs> um, Brennan Sanderson's Mistborn Final Empire, book one. Like I said, to get in the weeds of it, it's book one of the Mistborn saga, but the Mistborn saga is technically two series as of right now. It's also a greater thing with the Cosmere. Um, if you listen to more episodes, we'll get into more of the Cosmere, but right now, book one, lots of good stuff, first eight chapters, so what happened? <laughs> what, what happened in the first eight chapters? So I guess the best place to start is where this ends, chapter eight, right? The end of chapter eight. Um, we, you know, we know about the plan. So that, that was really the big part of these first eight chapters, right? Is we see Vin, main character, Kelsier, also main characters, kind of the two, I would say. They have this plan. They're going to overthrow the final empire. Uh, we still don't know why it's called the final empire at this point. Um, you know, I feel like reading it for the first time, like, why is it called the final empire? Um, imagine at some point they'll explain that you know because like every you know because normally when you think of empires uh it's normally named after like who's ruling it right so like whatever the the king's name is or whatever it'd be like oh you know if the king's last name was like johnson <laughs> you know if it was johnson it'd be like oh the johnson empire because that's who does it but final empire uh very weird I'm assuming Lord Ruler's last name, not final. Could be. We don't know. No future spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, this plan to overthrow them. Um, first off, that you know, that's kind of the first thing I want to break down is their plan. So they want to... So really, it's to steal from them. Um, we have this with the Scott Rebellion. I think this is very ambitious, you know, pretty much everyone is like, no way, no way, not going to happen. But I think that adds to the chemistry between the different characters, because even though pretty much everyone is like, not going to happen, this is insane. You know, I love how there's multiple times where Vin calls Kelsier insane, you know, you know, to the point where she has to like stop herself to be like, okay, I've called him insane a bunch. You know, it's getting kind of repetitive. Um, but yeah, I think it does that to their chemistry because everyone's like, well, let's do it though, you know? And in one of the notes I had, I actually have like a big, this is how I take notes. I got physical notes. Um, one of the notes I wrote down was, I really like how they break down the plan, right? It's not just, oh, we got to do this, this, and this. You know, you know, Kelsey as the leader has a really good way of being like, okay, there's a big chalkboard or whatever. Let's just first talk about all of the obstacles we're going to have to get over. Just, you know, let's just name every single obstacle that is possibly in our way. And when you do that first, it sounds really daunting. But then he's like, all right, what are some solutions to these? And, and, and you can just see how he's like compartmentalizing all of these things. And then when you break it down that way, it's like, oh, this is actually kind of doable. Like, we, we, we can see a scenario in which if everyone plays their part right and, you know, a little bit of luck, um, this is actually achievable, you know? You know, because when you just, <laughs> you know, just come and be like, we're going to we're gonna steal from the Lord Ruler. It's like, hmm, yeah, 
is that, is, is that what you think you're going to do? But then when you break it down step by step, it's like, oh, okay, I, I kind of understand this. And that's, and that's really with anything, right? Um, you know, if you just have this, like, large goal, you know, it's very hard to, like, you know, like, visualize it. But then you're like, oh, you have the different steps, um, you know, different paths that you may take and those, you know, those little, you know, little flow chart sort of thing. Uh, it works out. So that's, that's really cool. You know, I just want to touch on there. You know, we have all the characters that we're going to know more, right? We have, like, clubs and Dachshund and uh, Ham and, and all those guys. So, you know, um, I think that these first this first part, these first eight chapters, though, we're mostly focusing on Vin and Kelsier. You know, it's like, oh, we only, you know, again, it's only eight chapters, only part one. Um, you know, but, like, we can't really delve too deep into these other guys because right now, they, they really did throw us with a lot of characters, um, you know, like, you know, if we're considering all of those guys main characters, there's like seven of them, you know, and at the very end, they're like, oh, here's Sazed, <laughs> you know, so a lot of stuff. But right now, I think the first thing I wanted to point out was just how trusting everyone is, how crazy the plan is. Um, because apparently like the Lord Ruler, if we're, we're going to go that route now, we got the Lord Ruler, the with the inquisitors um i think them not telling us too much you know we don't know like the full history of the lord ruler uh but they did sprinkle in some things here and there where they're like all oh, lord rulers are mortal he's basically looked at as god um which is very interesting because most other books most other stories even in real life um don't have god just like among the people you know, like, God is not king, right? God is some being, some higher power. Um, you know, no one, you know, like, you're not going to see him just, like, <laughs> strolling into the marketplace or something, right? Like, I guess you don't really see that now, but, um, you know, it's also not like, oh, there's there's Lord Ruler's Keep over there. There's, you know, there's Credit Shaw, which they mentioned briefly. Oh, he just kind of lives over there. Like, that's not normally what God does in different stories right so that's interesting because even kelsey and i think a couple other people do they they mention about how they believe he's not immortal they believe there is something that can take him out um you know maybe he's not omnipotent all that stuff so that's you know a, like fun little maybe foreshadowing of just them having to come up with some other type of plan you know because even kelsey was like we'll just have to take care of it i don't know we'll, we'll have to see um and then even we have the Inquisitors, right? Uh, you know, we have the, the garrison, which is just normal people, I suppose, but the Inquisitors are something different, where that's a lot with the Lord Ruler of like, oh, they're also immortal. They can see into a man's soul. Um, you know, and so we do get a lot of, uh, of an allomancy, which we'll get to. Um, those two things are big, you know, being like fantasy injections. And um, I like that they added those characters or, you know, those like types of characters to it because... This is truly building up an, an insurmountable task. Not only do we have God, seemingly, that we're going to steal from, but we have like mini gods, <laughs> demigods even, that are like, you know, we, you know, it's like personal army, basically. Um, again, we haven't seen too much. I mean, we haven't actually seen the Lord Ruler at all. And we've briefly seen an Inquisitor, and we haven't really seen what Inquisitors can do, right? Like, we've only seen them, like, uh, you know, chasing Kamen, 
And then we cut to Kelsey be like, oh, oh we lost him, right? Um, you know, no one wants to face an Inquisitor, no one wants to face Lord Ruler, obviously. So, you know, I like that about the book as well to just, they do, you know, Brandon does introduce a lot in these first eight chapters. And, um, you know, I'm trying to, a little bit of me trying to pick my words carefully because I don't want to reveal what is, you know, what gets a lot bigger down the you know, you know, down the road in the books and what doesn't, um, you know, but he does a really good job of planting these seeds of like, okay, there's Lord Ruler, Inquisitors, there's all these characters, you know, Sazed, Alamancy, Credit Shaw, like, he throws a lot of proper nouns at you, and doesn't really explain half of them, um, you know, you know, so it's really interesting to, you know, kind of see that, and again, going back to Lord Ruler and the Inquisitors, um, there's just stories about them, you know, and like, that's what makes them so interesting, and so fascinating, and so mysterious, because it's like, you know, well, now I want to see someone fight an Inquisitor because we had that little fight scene, which was really cool. You know, I'm glad they included that in part one, you know, because I think that would have been something that's severely lacking is to be like, oh, Alamancy, like, they're, you, you know, people do use that, their Alamantic powers to fight each other, um, you know, to both do things and then stop people from doing things. There's, you know, the Alamancers and, you know, Mistings and whatever on both sides. So for us to see that, and to see Kelsier, um, you know, I think that scene does a lot for the book. I think that, one, it's an action scene, which is cool, right? Like, I think most people love a good action scene. Um, it shows off the alimentic powers being used in conjunction with each other. Um, not, not a whole lot of overlap, but we do see a couple different ones, right? Um we see Kelsier's experience, right? Uh, he's obviously been doing this a long time. Um, well, I mean, not, not that long, but much longer than Vin. And, you know, Vin a lot of times is kind of who we see this, you know, these uh, these moments through. Because um, obviously Vin is like almost us, you know, is almost like kind of the reader, I suppose. Um, you know, so we see him doing that. But then, you know, I like how they humble Kelsier because we've had these stories of Kelsier of like going around, feeding these ideas and dreams into people and then even taking out noblemen, uh, burning down manners, <laughs> which he definitely did. Um, so, you know, I think it's very easy for him to get built up in our minds of like, oh, well, he can just fight the Inquisitors. He can fight the Lord Ruler. Um, you know, but I, I what, uh, I, don't, I can't think of the word, not, not a catalyst, I guess the opposite of a catalyst. Um, there was the moment where he was kind of struggling against the Haze Killers, but then, he, you know, you know, he was able to kill them all or defeat them or whatever. And then right there, we're like, oh, well, Kelsier's got this, you know, he can, he can do no wrong. He is the leader for a reason. Um, this is all going to work out. And then a bunch of other mistings came and it was like, all right, time to go. So like, I, you know, I like that showing that he, you know, he can't just like barrel through everything. You know, he's not that powerful. Um, but also to maybe set up something in the future to be like, hey, Mistborns are really powerful. But when there's a bunch of Mistings, you know, and especially like, you know, I also don't want to take anything away from Kelsier. It really wasn't that important to have to like kill them all, like just get the safe, get out. That's, that was the plan. Um, 
And honestly, the plan wasn't even to kill the Mistings. It was just to um, be seen so that we can cause some, you know, you know we can stir some, uh, uh, some like, evil deeds between the different houses to be like, oh, a Misting came and tried to kill me, uh, you know, against, like, Lord, Lord Venture. Uh, you know, but again, I, I, I just really like that, that, that scene to be like, oh, Kelsier is not infallible. There are ways to uh, disrupt a Mistborn, I suppose. You know, I think if it came down to it, if this was like the battlefield or whatever, I think Kelsier probably could have taken them. But there's, there's really no point. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, okay, so speaking of Alamancy, I guess we can just go there. Alamancy, there are eight base metals. Um, they all do different things. They're all pretty much opposites of each other. I guess complementary of each other. Um, we have the push and the pull of the metals, push and the pull of the emotions. Um, we have like the enhancing the physical senses and then enhancing... No, no, no. We have enhancing pretty much all the senses with with tin and then we have pewter which just makes you like bigger it makes it physically more strong i suppose um and then we have what are the other ones um so we have the mind the push mm. Mm. So the lines <laughs> iron and steel push the metal right And then we have the two that, uh, one helps you sense alimentic metals, and the other one blocks others from sensing the use of alimentic metals. Right, that's all eight. Um, you know, so I mean, right there, I've, I've always loved, this is like probably my favorite magic system I've ever read about. It just sounds, like on paper it's so simple, and like it just works, right? Like it's all like, oh, we got these powers, you know, there are complementary of each other, so there's that, like, literal but also figurative push and pull, um, but also they're not, they're not crazy overpowered, right, and they're all, like, it's not, like, pure magic, right, where it's like, oh, this character can shoot fire from his hands, you know, and then this other character can, uh, can, like, summon lightning, you know, and this other character can turn you into stone or something, you know, like, it's not, it's not crazy overpowered, because if it was like that, I, I feel like that's very, very hard to write into a book, um, without having some crazy limiters to be like, oh, well, you can only use it once a day or something, or, oh, yeah, these are powerful, but you have to get, like, 75 ingredients and mix them together, and, you know, make this very complicated solution, and whatever, right, with this, it's like, okay, we just have to eat the metal, consume it, and, and, and there are still rules against that, too, about, like, oh, don't, don't sleep with them, you know, uh, you know, make sure to, uh, have ones that are specifically alimancy metals, uh, because if they're not, then they're not as powerful, and they can also be deadly or whatever, so there are even rules on that, but it is just, like, eat the metal, and then you can use the power, and again, none of them are, like, crazy, like, super crazy OP, um, 
so yeah really cool there uh and then we have the two other medals which kelsey has not told us about we don't know what they are what they do uh but we're assuming they're way more powerful because it's like oh why wouldn't you just tell them to meet with the original eight you know um there's the 11th medal the elusive 11th medal which kind of rounds right back around to where we started which was talking about the plan and the lord ruler where the plan in itself if we remember was to steal from the lord ruler was to steal his like his like atm reserve and just make him financially bankrupt for the most part and in turn that would make him uh struggle to keep authority over the world i suppose um yeah, 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 and so that would, at the very least, just kind of, like, hurt him, right, which is something that the Sky Rebellion has never done, he's never truly hurting him, it's almost, like, been, like, a super, super, super minor inconvenience, uh, but stealing the entire ATM reserve, to their knowledge, would, would mess him up, because that's, like, the most valuable thing, and that's kind of what he controls everyone's finances with, which, in turn, as we all know, <laughs> money is the thing uh, that can, can just control everyone and everything. So without that, that'd be a big blow and could maybe even take the Lord Ruler out of leadership. Which in my mind is making some very big assumptions. Uh, the biggest one that I can think of is we don't know how powerful the Lord Ruler is. You know, like we... So far, we've just got comparisons to God, <laughs> and it's like, so if you take his ATM, what if he is God, though? You know, like, what if he has some, like, crazy powers that could just, he snaps his fingers and you die, <laughs> you know? Like, again, it's going back to the plan where I was saying that I love how trustworthy everyone is, and and how they're all, like, oh, we all have our are parts of the plan we're going to break this down we're going to systematically try to execute this but there's that other part that's very hard to grasp that's like but how powerful is lord ruler really how powerful are the inquisitors how many inquisitors are there we, we don't even know like there could be 10 there could be a hundred <laughs> a thousand like like how, like how many inquisitors are there really and like Again, with the whole, like, how powerful are they? Their whole thing is, oh, we're going to get this many, this this big of an army, and it's going to be enough to hold up the garrison. It's like, e even if you murder every garrison uh, member, I guess, is, 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 like, will a dozen Inquisitors wipe out 10,000 regular people? You know, like, how, again, the Lord Ruler, can the Lord Ruler just wave his hand and be like, all right, you're all dead? I am God, <laughs> I created man, and I can take you out, you know, like, we, but this is stuff we don't have to worry about right now, it is stuff to think about, though, um, so yeah, and then, and then just to kind of cap off the Alamancy thing, again, I love Alamancy, I think it's really fun, and, 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 and really cleverly designed, um, and yeah, and just, like, super resourceful, too, you know, I, I, I kind of went heavy on the whole, like, nature magic, I guess, with, like, fire and lightning and stuff, but, like, this is like okay we can like shoot coins at each other we have metal but then we have like emotional magic and then we have um some like 
physical body uh, enhancement, magic, and, and stuff like that. So, and then also the, the the very sneaky one of being able to sense or block the sense of metals. I'm I'm sure that'll come in handy, right? You're like, oh, they're using they're using alamancy. <laughs> especially since they're Mistborn too, which the idea of a Mistborn, the namesake of this book and the series, is so cool to me. Like, that's like, Mistings are obviously cool, but we have Mistborn, you can use all eight of them, and the other two, we're assuming as well, and possibly the 11th medal, which I still haven't really mentioned, but um, that's, just a, that's just a cool idea, to be like, oh, we can use all of them, we're super powerful, and you know, but then, again, I think Brandon does a pretty good job of introducing something that could potentially break the logic and the like power scale of this world. And then he says, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. You know, so like Vin had a really good question where she was like, well, like, why don't you just do everything? That's not exactly what she said, but that's basically what she asked. Why do we need, um, you know, I think it was particularly when, clubs wasn't on board yet because clubs is the smoker and she and she and you know so he left or whatever and it was like well, well why don't you just do it and kelsey was like well i could could do it um but his his logic the way i interpreted it was i can't be everywhere like i can't i on paper i could do everything but in real life it's like well, no, because the smoker has to be over there, and then we need an army, and, like, the thug, Hammond, has to be over there, and then, you know, these two have to link up, and whatever, so, like, I've, I have the powers to do everything, technically, but I can't do everything, plus, um, you know, I, I, am at, I don't really know if he said this, but this is kind of, you know, another idea that I thought of, where it's like, well, Kelsier may be able to do everything, but someone who's been a who who's just a smoker, or who is just a soother or whatever, is specialized in that. So like, you know, I would imagine that Clubs is better at smoking than Kelsier is. You know, I would imagine that um, who's the the soother. Breeze, right? Breeze is the soother. I imagine Breeze is much better at soothing than Kelsier because it's all he's done, you know? So that's the only one he had to fault. Whereas Kelsier has to try to, you know, quote unquote, master eight or 10 or 11 <laughs> uh, alimantic powers, you know? So it's like we have, you know, we have specialists for a reason. So that's good. Again, you know, it's kind of a way to be like, well, Mistborn on paper are op but if i mean you know if you were to have eight specialized mistings the mistborn will probably be in trouble <laughs> again that, that that's not proven although i will say that was like that was like uh you know there's like a sliver of proof there when kelsier was fighting the mistings um for him to be like ooh, i don't want to be here <laughs> i should probably leave um, and then real quick, the, the 11th medal, right? We have the whole idea of the 11th medal, which is very interesting to me um, because we know nothing about it. Kelsier knows nothing about it. Most people don't even know it exists, you know? Kelsier just sitting here like, I just heard. <laughs> like, I don't know what, it, what's, what it does, but there's rumors that it can take out the Lord Ruler. 
to me, I very much hope that's true. Because again, to me, the Lord Ruler is God. And it's like, how do you take him out? There has to be something, you know, his kryptonite, basically. Is that the 11th medal? I sure hope so. Because if it's not, I don't know what's going to happen. Because then we roll into, um, I think I have like two more points I want to get to. Uh, the first one being Kelsier and Revenge. His whole thing. And uh, I think at least one member of his crew, I forget who it was, maybe Breeze Hammond, I don't know. Oh no, his his, his brother. His brother mentioned it, Marsh where he can tell that this is about revenge. You don't care about the sky as much as you say you do. You don't care about being charitable or whatever. Like, you just want to kill the Lord Ruler because the Lord Ruler threw you, uh, threw him and Mare into the pits, I believe. And Pit and, uh, and, and Mare didn't make it. Um, and the Mare situation, but then also him being in the pits, uh, ruined him ruined him enough to snap him which we haven't quite gotten a full description of but that happened and then he was suddenly a misborn i guess um yeah so he he wants you know this is not what they're being paid for but he does want to kill the lord ruler i'm, I'm assuming and so that again that to me is like he needs the 11th medal this 11th medal has to be real and because of that like how how is he gonna do it again we're assuming that Again, there's just so much uncertainty, and that, and that is one of my favorite things about these first eight chapters. And again, I already mentioned it, but like Brandon planting these seeds of like, you want to know more about the Lord Ruler. You want to know how he came to to power. Well, I mean, we kind of know that they they mentioned something about um, beating the the deepness and saving the world, or something like that. So we're assuming that he just saved the world, and we're like, hey, you can you can be the ruler, but then someone described him as the creator of mankind, <laughs> so, was, so mankind exist before him, or, <laughs> I don't know, but again, like, if he is God, <laughs> or even close to a God, it's like, how do you plan on beating him, and then the Inquisitors, like, like, there, there's been so much mystery around them, but, but also very similar praise and like superstitions about them as the Lord Ruler. It's like this. This is crazy. But yeah, I, I did just want to point that out because I I do really like Kelsier being seemingly a good dude. Um, you know, even at the very end, I, I I love that. Like, the last thing we get in this part is Vin asking Sazed, "Hey, is is Kelsier a good guy?" And Sazed is like one of the best I've ever known, and and Vin's like. I don't think I've ever known any of those before. You know, you talk about a, 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 a good man, a good person. And and I love that because, okay, Kelsey, good. But, but then his, like, inside of him, he is driven by revenge. Like, that is what, that's what keeps him alive. That's what keeps him going. It keeps him sharp, you know. And it's also kind of sad, too, because it's like, in the off chance that he does kill the Lord Ruler, what does he do after that? You know, it's like, it's like Thanos from the MCU where, you know, Thanos was the big bad villain, um, you know, fighting all the superheroes, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, all that. And, you know, he won, basically, he won. And then it was like, 
now I rest, <laughs> you know, but with Kelsier, you know, I feel like it's, it's more like hatred that's driving him and less just like a purpose. So if he were to win, I think he would just be like, all right, I can now rest as in die, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. And then, uh, basically the last thing I wanted to get to was, um, was Vin and trust. I think that's also a big reoccurring theme. We have her and Reen who was older brother and, and betrayed her and seems to always be in like the back of her mind, just like spitting venom into her brain and her thoughts, uh, which is very unfortunate. And then Brandon just takes every possible opportunity to show what Vin is thinking and, and how untrusting she is of whatever the situation is, right? Um, like every time someone enters a room, she immediately starts thinking about who they are, what they're doing here, how are they going to betray me, how are they going to try to use me, you know, like even um, when she first meets everyone, you know, she's like, oh, what is, you know, what does Kelsier want out of me, how is Kelsier and the crew so buddy-buddy, is it just a front for each other, is this a front for me, for them to make me believe that they're all truly together, um, they talk, uh, you know, Vin mentions it towards the end, where Kelsier's like, no, trust is real. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, and he's like, oh, here's here's the 3,000 boxings. You can leave whenever you want. Um, you know, oh, oh, what's stopping me from just running away? Nothing. Nothing at all. And she's like, mm, are you sure? Are you, are you just saying? You know, so I just, I just really love that aspect to her as well, where she's super untrustworthy and, or not, she's untrustworthy, but she finds everyone else untrustworthy. I love the line too, where, Kelsier says something or he thinks it and he's like he says that Vin he thinks that Vin is not a bad person she just believes that everyone else is and I, I just think it's the perfect way to describe her uh, because right now it's like I at least I imagine that's the feeling that um, all the readers are supposed to feel reading this where it's like we we like Vin we want Vin to succeed um, you know part of me uh, in that wants Vin to be more trustworthy because from our perspective, Kelsier and everyone are genuine. You know, Saza genuine, you know, his, his crew and everyone. So we want them to trust each other. Um, you know, I think that would be a nice little arc as well. To be like, oh, I finally trust people and to maybe get Reen's voice out of her head and, you know, have a family because Reen is her only family, betrayed her. The, you know, we have the story of the mom, I apparently tried to, like, hurt them or something. Um, I don't think we heard anything about the dad, but it's just, like, you know, it's just, like, cycle, you know. You know, Cameron being who he was, um, it's just, like, oh, it'd be, it'd be nice to finally find a crew, maybe finally find a family. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, and, and then also, uh, up until this point, I just really love the little, like, jabs. It's like, oh, what is, what are they thinking? How are they going to try to get something out of me? It's like, Vin, you got, you, you got to stop. <laughs> You know, you know, like not, not drinking the, the like juice or whatever, but, you know, but then picking at the food, like, oh, you might have poisoned it. Um, you know, even when they first meet, Kelsier wants her to drink the vial because he wants to test if, if she's a misborn or maybe just a misting. And she's like, you want, want, want you to drink some of it first? You know, and then he goes to drink it and she's like, no, 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 make sure to mix it up because you got to get some of the sediment in the bottom. <laughs> and he just rolls his eyes. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, so... Um, you know, their, their relationship is something really special too, right? You know, that, that night of Kelsier kind of showing her everything or most things, them going up the wall, then coming down the wall was just 
great interactions. Um, but yeah, yeah, good, good stuff. Um, like I said, that's, that's kind of, you know, this episode, a lot of introductory stuff, obviously, cause it's the part one of a five part book, but, uh, yeah, like I said, we got introduced to a lot of characters, um, you know, very much focused on Vin and Kelsier, who two characters I, I love, uh, so far, even if I try to forget the rest of this book and the rest of the trilogy, um, love them so far, they're two very interesting fellas, um, and I want to, I want to know more about the crew, I want to know about Sazed, uh, you know, you know, I didn't even mention, but just real quick, Vin's part in the whole plan, she's gonna, uh, pretend to be a noble woman, which is crazy, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know if she's gonna be able to do that, um, but Sazed is gonna teach her, so that seems, like, kind of cool, you know, you know, Sazed is a, is a, is a terraceman, so, you know, he's viewed from the little bit that we've, you know, from, like, Vin's perspective, a little bit that Vin has basically told the reader, um, and it's supposed to be kind of, like, stiff and kind of, like, you know, just, like, a humble servant, you know, but then there's a couple of times where, you know, he has, he's, like, kind of snide, you know, you know, you know, has, like, a little joke here and there, so it's cool, he's, you know, he seems like a cool guy, um, but yeah, yeah, so, um, and then, yeah, just to see more of the plan develop as well, um, more Alamancy, love to see that, and obviously more, more of the antagonists, you know, we, we gotta learn more about the Lord Ruler, Inquisitors, uh, yeah, yeah, so, that was that, Mistborn Final Empire chapters 1 through 8, um, yeah, lots of, lots of introductory stuff, I'm, I'm very excited to get through the other parts, because then, uh, you know, after this, we're kind of out of the hole, like, oh, let's introduce the characters in the world to you, then there'll be a lot more to talk about, uh, a lot more interesting things to talk about as well, um, yeah, good stuff, uh, let me know what you thought of chapters one through eight, let me know of anything that, any opinions you have, anything like that, um, if you haven't read it before, let me know of any sort of predictions, if you have any yet, I don't really know if we're at a point yet where we can really <laughs> have any meaningful predictions, but, you know, if you got them, um, yeah, next time, uh, let me look it up, actually, to see what chapters it's gonna be, obviously, we're starting with nine, because that is how numbers work, nine is after eight, um, but we have, okay, part two of this is nine through fifteen, 9 through 15 is going to be part 2. So that's what we're going to cover next week. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that is it. Watch 9, or watch. Read. Or I guess listen to. There's also audiobooks, right? But read that. Um, and come in ready for discussion. Because we're going to do that. Have a good time. So, um, until next time, read that and just read more in general. It's uh, Books are a good time.